So talking about Tamiya Mitzvah, so talking about the Mitzvah of Tefillah. And we saw that the big Machlaikas between the Rambam and the Ramban, what the Mitzvah the writer to Daven is. We saw last time the explanation of the Ramban. The Ramban learns that the Mitzvah of Tefillah is based sorrow, and that is when a person has a problem, then there's a Chalachi of the turn to Hashem. And when we saw last time, therefore, that the way we understand the Mitzvah is that it's a Chalak of the Mitzvah of when a person feels sorry, a person feels threatened, a person feels endangered, so that's Machai of Tefillah. But the Rambam learns not like that. And what I want to talk about today is the Shittas Rambam. The Rambam says that the person is a mitzvah deraisa every day to Daven. Like the Apostle And what's the way a person serves Hashem? What's the void of Hashem? Not only that, the Rambam says that ideally the place to Daven would be the base of Mikdash. That's a chalik of the avodas of tefillah would be in the base of Mikdash, and just like the korbanos, which is also called avodah, are in the base of Mikdash, the same thing tefillah should ideally be there too. And the Rambam says, even though today we have three tefillahs today, and a nusachat tefillah from Rabbanon, that's all the way Rabbanon gave us, yes, that's all the way that Rabbanon gave us to do it. No, they used to dive in also, and that's the first of the mission in Tamit. That they used to baruch bracha achas parakriyashma. They said avarav whatever it was. All the various halakha tefillah they said. And therefore, what's the getter of tefillah according to the Rambam? That's what we want to talk about. Which is a mitzvah. That's the mitzvah deraisa. So we saw that there's an achlekes in the Gemara, or these two days in the Gemara, which seems to be the underlying discussion here. And that is, is the primary factor of tefillah when a person needs to ask for something. So it's a way for him to to request from Hashem. Or the other option is, what the Gemara says, avoid the Tzorach That Tfilah is Vatsim Tzorach It's Kiru Davening for Hashem. And what does it mean that a person is Davening for Hashem? Just like, what does it mean the Korbanus are for Hashem? And how do you know the Korbanus are for Hashem? Because he says that. The Pasuk says, it's Korbani Lachmi Le'ishai. The Korban is my bread, which you bring me. And we know Hashem doesn't need to eat. So if the Korbanus are Ke'ilu, for Hashem, how we went to understand it. So, there's a principle here which we explained in the Ikri Vadim, and I'm going to explain it again because that's the underlying understanding of Tefillah, which is the principle we learn according to Rambam. And that is, we ask the question, and the Rishonim asked the question, how can we talk about Tefillah as being Hashem's food? Hashem doesn't need to eat. And it's not just once in the Torah, it's a lechem and a kechu makif. The coin is because he's bringing the bread of your God. In other words, the, the, more than once you find the idea of the lechem, the food of Hashem. Hashem doesn't eat, so what does it mean? So I want to explain with the mushroom, which we can relate to much better. And that is, let's say you have a human being, a person, and he wouldn't eat for a week. What's going to happen to him? Not a week, two weeks. He's going to die. A person doesn't eat long enough, he's going to die. Hashem creates the body in such a way that if he needs to eat in order to live. If he doesn't eat for long enough, he won't be able to remain alive. And now I'll ask you a question. We know that the way we understand it, the creation of a person, a person is a composite of a body and an neshama. A person has a physical body, a person has a spiritual uh, neshama, nefesh, whatever you want to call it. 
when the two are connected, when the two are connected, the person's alive. When the two separate, the body stays here, then the shamba goes back to wherever it level deserves to go back to. That's what you call when a person dies. So therefore, in spiritual terms, we're going to define life as a chibur of guf and nefesh, a chibur, a connection of body and neshama. And in spiritual terms, we define death as a separation between those two things. And now we see something interesting. So if we put those two pieces of information together, we see on the one hand that in order to remain alive, a person needs to eat. If a person doesn't eat, he won't live. What's going to happen when he dies? That is, neshama is going to leave his body. So what does that mean? That a person is eating to keep his neshama in his body? How does the neshama benefit from the food? Better than asking the same question. And that is, how does food give something to a spiritual thing? It sounds like a good question. I'm actually learning to think about it. But to finish the that, I'm going to tell you that the MS is a big mistake. It's not a question. It's a big mistake because we're looking at things as human beings from the wrong perspective. And that is, we look at Kiro from here that the body is here, the neshama needs to connect to it, and therefore we're working to keep the neshama in the body. It's exactly the other way around. The neshama is alive. The neshama is always alive. And even after the neshama leaves the body, it's still alive. It has the koyach achios, which Hashem gives, goes to the neshama. Except, what does a person need to do? He needs to keep his body alive. That's where it's going to make a difference. Not to the neshama, the neshama remains connected to the source of life even after, after, even after it leaves the body. It's a pasuk. Avigayal tells David, even after he dies, The nefesh of my master will be connected to the, tzurah, the, the source of life. And therefore the, the, nef, the neshama, the spiritual part of a person, is always connected to the tzurah, to the source of life. The difference is, is the body connected to that? And here's the difference. If a person, when the neshama is connected to the body, so the body is alive too. It can move, it can act, the person can talk and sit and hear whatever faculties he's going to use. And when the neshama leaves the body, now the body is dead. And therefore, if we understand it that way around, then what a person's doing by eating is keeping the body alive, not the neshama. So a person's eating to keep his body alive. Why? Because Baruch built the world that way that a person needs to eat to maintain his body's connection to the neshama. And therefore, it's not that kiyo where a person's the food a person eats is giving kiyos to the nefesh or the neshama. A person is giving kiyos to his body. And the way that a person does that is he uses things here in this world to to eat to maintain, to maintain his body, and that can keeps the chibur, the connection between the body and the nefesh. And if we understand that, then we can understand that the question we asked in the past is also not a question, because. Just like there's a chibur, a connection, between a person's body and his nefesh, that keeps the body alive, in the same t- context, there's a connection between HaKadosh Baruch and the world. And the Yisrael is exactly the same thing. That that connection is what's keeping the world alive. And if the two were to separate, then it's the world which is going to disintegrate. HaKadosh Baruch is chai v'kayim. It doesn't make a difference to him. The difference is that if there would be a separation between the connection of the world and Hashem, the world will disintegrate. And therefore, when the Gemara, the Pasuk says that the Korbanos are Hashem's food, it's exactly the same as saying a person's food. Except who's the food feeding? It's not feeding Hashem because He doesn't need it. It's feeding the world. 
in order to make, keep the connection of the world to Hashem, it needs carbonus. Just like in order for a body to remain connected to its nefesh, the body needs food. Why does it say It's the same thing over here. To keep the chibur of the world to Hashem, to keep the chibur of the world to Hashem, the world needs a carbonus. The world needs a carbonus. Why does that keep the world connected to Hashem? Why does that keep the world connected to Hashem? And the answer, and this is the principle we spoke about beforehand, and that is, Bichlal, how do we connect this world to Hashem? The only, answer, the only way to do that is what we know from the Mishnahis, Rikavis. How do we keep this world connected to Hashem? What maintains that connection? And the only answer to that question is, the only answer to that question is, that, what well, the Mishnah is Rikavis, that what Chodesh Baruch creates in this world is Baruch Chodesh. If, if this world is somehow being used to cause Kvot Shemayim, so that keeps it, then, then, then gives the world a connection to Hashem. Because we're using the world as Kvot Shemayim. If we, the world's not being used for Kvot Shemayim, then it doesn't have a connection to Hashem. And therefore, the point of the Korbanus wasn't because Hashem needs a goat or a sheep or a cow or anything else. The point of the Korbanus is that in order for this world to maintain a connection to Hashem, this world has to be used to give Kvot Shemayim. We have to use things in this world to give Kvot Shemayim. What things do we have to use? So if you think about it, we're talking to the agricultural society in Israel, they were farmers. Everyone had a knack on their plant things in their, in their land, they grew things in their farms. So what, they meant to be, what was they meant to use, so to speak, to give Kvot Shemayim with? And the answer is, think about it, everything they had. If you're in a farming society, what kind of things do you have? You might have animals which you're farming animals. Fine, you can bring them as carbonus. You're farming wheat, you can bring menachas. You have fruit trees, you can bring the corn. Or you can, if you have oil, you can bring wine. You can bring, you can bring oil or wine. That's all they could bring. The carbonus are the things that people would have had in that society. And the, the concept is, what you have, you use in some way as to bring Kvot Shemayim. And the Kvot Shemayim maintains a connection because that gives the world the ability to connect to Hashem. And therefore, our Kodesh Baruch says it, you should know, it's just like by, it's not an extra the Korbanus. It's not like a, a Midas Chasidus. But if you're inspired and you're uplifted and you want to bring a Korban, so then bring a Korban. It's a basic. It's like a person has to eat. Because if he doesn't eat, he's not going to live. So you should know the same thing. If you're not going to go to Korbanus, the world's not going to last. And that's why it says, it's Korbani Lachmi. It's the food which is needed, not for Hashem. Hashem needs the food for the world. Just like we said, in physical food, the neshama wants a person to eat so that his body stays alive. But it's giving a chiz to the body. Yeah. Uh, take this one step further. Therefore, there are cultures that want to fight out that being that we're not a no longer agricultural society, uh, we won't be doing the disgusting things that we're doing with our brothers once the best interests we built. We'll be reading our brothers once the best interests we built. Exactly the same as before. Why? We don't have that stuff. We have sheep. Smartphones. You might be a stray for somewhere outside of Shalai if everyone's smartphone, yeah. Maybe. No, same thing animals. Setting this up is that because this was you know what society consisted of, and therefore society breeds everything that it produces. So the wise are wrong to claim with that decide that therefore I'll tell you, because society still produces that. People still eat. People still eat. 
the fact that we have other things involved in doesn't mean that we haven't taken with the basic, that people still need to eat. And therefore, if you're going to talk about what people need in society, it's still going to be bread, it's still going to be wine, it's still going to be fruit, it's still going to be meat. But those are people's requirements. And society needs that. You always have to have that. It might not be us, you might be importing it from somewhere else. But those are the basic needs of a society. Right, but we're talking then about a basic society which has what they had. The fact that we might have added a few more things doesn't change the basics. I mean, the basic society back then was yeah. agriculture. Right. Got it. How is there to put your mind by me getting my possessions? So I'm giving up for Hashem? Yes. I showed that I'm using something to put it to the Father Hashem. And what's the Yisari then? The Yisari is bad. The source of that is that I understand that the, the what I have in this world is given is given to me to use in some way uh, to bring forth Shemaim. and therefore the fact that I'm directing it to bring forth Shemaim with it is is is, is justifying kilo what is what what it can be used for. What's, Everything. That's the Kant argument. The Roman's argument was that our is not the Adam, so it's given to me, it's man. Why should I use it to, why should I use it to Hashem? It belongs to me now. We understand not like that. I'm asking if you give tzedakah, it's also chashiv. But the concept is that uh, giving tzedakah isn't completely shem shemayim because I could be giving it to help a poor person. The the society of a carbon is that I'm showing that something I have I'm using for shemayim. And it's true a person didn't give all his sheep or all his things to shemayim. But to whatever a person gives is to identify that I, what I understand that I've been given, uh, I'm meant to be using it for quite a mind. That maintains the connection between this world and Hashem. So similar to what we have halachas by Raisa and stuff like that, should it, would a guy be allowed to go give all of his possessions, treat uh, everything as a karma? Or would say, no, look, Hashem gave you stuff to do stuff, but not to just bring it all as It depends which karma. Or what he wants to do with it. Yeah. According like self-sacrifice, I'm giving up for Hashem. Like, I have my position, I worked hard for the sheep this side, I'm giving up for Hashem. That's the question. Uh, you don't have to get onto that. Because it's true there could be a certain amount of of, of giving up on one's, like, you know, giving up something that belongs to him. But we don't have to get to that. That that, that might be the case. The, the echo point is first understanding that what I have here, I have to use in some way of Hashem because that's what maintains a connection to the spiritual world. It's going to get spent. It's all going to get spent. I'm going to go and whatever, you know, if my business, if I'm in the suit business, right? 
that's the bicarbonus, so there are these suits. I'm an agricultural business, so therefore bicarbonus is going to be agriculture, right? Is it not? And additionally, what's the what's the shirish in all that? The shirish is his book, right? I work very hard to produce X, Y, and Z, therefore I'm giving of, you know, my hard work. Or is it giving of the food out of my mouth instead of me eating it, I'm going to go and give it as a cover. Right? Like, that's kind but of like that's it's not a shot of self-sacrifice. The Nukot of Karbanus was to, show, to appreciate that we ha- there has to be a Chibur which is coming from this world to maintain this world's connection with Hashem. Just like a person needs to eat and take physical things in this world to keep his body connected to his nefesh. Now if that's the case, what's the point for Tfilah? So, if you understand this, we understand the point which Teravim says himself in Karbanus also. And that is, there was two factors when it came to the Kabbalists. The one was the item being brought, whether it was the animal or the mincha or whatever it was that the person was bringing as a carbon. And the second one was the coin who was bringing it. A lot of the avoider revolves around the fact of the person who's bringing the, the carbon. There's his avoider too. And that is in bringing the carbon, that's the completion of the, what connects, uh, uh, so to speak, this world to Hashem. Why? So the Kazari explains. He says, because the Karbanas cover three out of four bases. If there's four primary building blocks in this world, which Hashem uh, built the world out of, the Karbanas cover three of them. The one is an animal life, so we have the, the birds, the animals, the Karbanas, that covers the, the, the Chai. We're talking about plant life, the Tzemeyer, so we have the oil, the wine, the Menachas, the Bikurim, we have. We're talking about the Daimim, the inanimate, we have the salt. Everything is bechat to go up with salt. And so that's the, the element of the daimem, of something inanimate which goes in his bechat. And then missing the last one, which is human life. So where is that being used in the, in the context of being brought, given to Hashem? And now we're not meant to use human sacrifices. So where's the, where's the element of the nefesh of a person being used in, in Avodah Hashem, in bringing something to Hashem? Says the Rambam, says the Kazari, that the coin is doing the avoider. The coin is doing the avoider. He's the one who's, so to speak, involved in uh, the, the, avo- the, the process of using this world to serve Hashem. And by him, it's his actions, activities he's doing, which is using this world to serve Hashem. Okay? So then, that way, it can maintain a connection. When we lost. Right. When we lost the Besamekdash, so this Chibur that there is between this world and Hashem got that much weaker. And therefore, it affects everything. The Gemara says that the fruit isn't as sweet as before, the fruit isn't as big as before, there isn't the same Gishmei Bracha as before. On every level, we lose uh, that what, what there would have been had there been a stronger connection between this world and Hashem, the amount of Chiyas this world would have had. We've lost a lot of that. Because we lost a lot of that connection. And therefore the question is, but what do we still have? When we don't have the ability to connect via Korbanus, or via all the other three things, uh, so what do we have? And the answer is, and this is the Tzitzit Sarambam, what we can still do is connect with Tfilah. Connect with Tfilah in the context of what the coin would do by bringing the carbon, so we can do by davening. In other words, we might not be able to elevate other things in the world, so to speak, and use Favaris Hashem, because we don't have the means for that, and there's no best to make that. But what Tfilah does for a person is the same thing. It's and like that is, it's like the coin. 
And it's like the Quran in the sense of that what a person can do to mitzad himself, connect himself to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that becomes the Korban. You know, that becomes the means which makes the connection to Hashem. And therefore, this is not like the Ramam who says, when it says that one of the pillars the world stands on is Avodah, and why is it a pillar the world stands on? Exactly this point. To give the world chiyos, it has to maintain a connection to Hashem. What creates a connection to Hashem is the Avodah. And we learn the Avodah the base of Megdash. So what creates the connection, which gives, which maintains a connection between the world and Hashem, is Tvilah. And it's in the sense of we don't have the other elements of the world to be to to, to use right now. We can't bring carbonis, but we can still use ourselves. And therefore, the, just like the coin was an integral part of the avoda of the carbonis, that was the, that was the concept of avoda. So the Ram is explaining when we say tefillah avoda, we mean the same thing. The 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 yisoy, the amud of avoda is what connects this world to Hashem, and uh, that we still have to do. We still have to find a way to connect this world to Hashem. How do we? How do we? How is there a way today for that to happen? So that there will be that connection within this world, Nakadosh Baruch Hu, through ourselves, through ourselves. When we become the means, so to speak, which for, which we're using to connect Nakadosh Baruch Hu, that maintains the connection. And therefore, we said, while Nakadosh Baruch Hu calls the korbanos lachmi, he means the korbanos aren't just voluntary. When you want to, when you have to, because you're in a vera, or you feel inspired, when you bring an idol. No. There's a karma which has to be brought every day. Call the karma atomic. Because there has to be a base connection. And that's mechuyiv every day. If there wouldn't be a karma atomic every day, like the Gemara says, the clouds will come down to this world. The man, Rambam says, based on that model, there's a chiyiv midrash to the every day. Once you've decided that tefillah is today's avoider, so then it has the same model. And if that's the case every day, there's a chiyiv to the even though, even though the karma karma time is brought twice a day, it's no, it's in the morning and in the afternoon. So now the Gemara says that Tfilis connected to Tfilis in particular. That when Chazal came to Mitzak and Tfilis, they built it on the karma time. They built it on the same models, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, so Shachas, Yavincha, whatever it is. The, 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 the Tfilis function uh, fashioned around the same model. But the underlying principle of both of them is to understand what the idea of Avoida means. That it should surround the idea of Avoida. Since where the mitzvah came from, according to Rambam, which is the pasuk of Avadat Hashem Lekecha, what does Avadat mean? It's to work. What does it mean to work for Hashem? Hashem doesn't need us to work. He doesn't need anything. And what the concept of Avadat is, is using this world to, to connect to Hashem. Just like the Kabbalah says Avadat Mikdash, because it's using this world to connect to Hashem, so Tefillah is also using something here, in the context of ourselves, to connect to Hashem. That becomes Amud Avadat. And therefore, the difference in the Rambam and the Ramban isn't just when's tefillin mechuyev. It's the whole concept of what tefillin is, is, the principle of what the mitzvah of tefillin is meant to be. The Ramban doesn't learn from the pasuk of Avatim Hashem Lekecha. The Ramban learns from a different pasuk, like we said. He learns the dinner of Emunah. But it's tzara, a person has to, um, to, to ask Hashem to help him. But the Rambam, it says, this is the principle of Avaidah. And Avaidah is something which always has to be. It's, a, it's a, um, um, the world's always standing there. If that's the case, the concept of Avaidah, to elevate things to Akkadish Baruch, always a place. And therefore, it's ourselves. And Nevi Shachayim says the same thing in the more Ruch Mistik away in the end of Shara Beis. He brings the Pasuk. V'esh poichas nafsh lifnei Hashem. When it says about Tfilah, that a killer person is bringing the nefesh to Hashem. But it's the same idea. That the underlying idea is using something here in this physical sense to, con- to make that connection. Because only when this world makes that connection, then this. Because like we said, Mitzah Atzim, the world won't live. Just like the body. 
the body has to work to create a connection to the neshama, because mitzalatzma the body needs a connection to the one world without it. Same in the world, it needs a connection to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Therefore, mitzad the world, there has to be something which is going to create that ability, which will create that chiyus. Once a day. Once a day. So why not twice? 